Hello everyone and welcome to this uh, introduction course on meditation practice. Uh, my name is Ajahn Brahmali. I'm a senior monk at the uh, Bodhinyana Buddhist Monastery in Western Australia and we are part of the Buddhist Society of Western Australia. So we're going to talk about uh, meditation practice, the very basics, the very kind of core concepts that are necessary to make this practice work. And uh, you probably have heard of the mindfulness movement. Uh, the mindfulness movement started in the United States back in the 1970s or so, and is now spreading around the world almost like a wildfire. Uh, it is found <laughs> almost everywhere now around the world. Uh, and uh, what is interesting about the mindfulness movement, uh, it actually springs from the ideas of Buddhist meditation. Uh, mindfulness is a word that was uh, uh, taken up, uh, was, this was uh, invented by a Buddhist back in the late 19th century, uh, and uh, it was used as a translation of one of the core ideas in Buddhist meditation practice. Uh, and then in the 1970s, it was taken up in America and made into a secular practice. Uh, now, because uh, it has its roots in Buddhism, uh, I think it is important to also take it back again to the Buddhist ideas. Uh, so one of the things that we're going to do during this course uh, is actually to teach in accordance with those Buddhist ideas uh, and not in accordance with some modern mindfulness ideas uh, which are so prevalent and so common in the world today. Uh, and this means that we have a slightly broader scope for what we mean by meditation practice uh, and we understand a bit more about the supports and purposes of meditation. Uh, so it all goes back to the teachings of the Buddha, uh, this two and a half thousand year old tradition, which makes these uh, teachings very authentic, precisely because they have a root in the real and existing spiritual tradition. So um, what is the purpose of meditation practice? Why do we want to do this? And uh, the purpose is really in general, to have a bit more well-being in one's life. That is the kind of overall purpose. And that overall well-being means that you have less stress, less problems, less uh, you're better able to deal with emotional ups and downs in your life. That's one thing that it means. But it also means that you are on a path towards greater happiness in general, that moving towards something very interesting and profound in your life. So meditation practice will help you to deal with the stresses of ordinary life. It will help you to have more emotional balance in your life, not kind of always being buffeted around by the ups and downs of life. It will give, give a greater peace in your ordinary life's existence if you get the meditation right. And as you progress on the path of meditation, if you keep it up, it will give rise to calm down the track. It may give rise to insights into how your mind works, into how you work, uh, into how the world works. Uh, and eventually, all the way down the path, uh, it actually takes you towards the very meaning of life itself. Uh, that may sound like a very ambitious claim, but uh, wherever there is peace, uh, wherever there is happiness, uh, there's also a greater sense that you are approaching the meaning of life itself. Uh, there's a very exciting and interesting journey, the idea of meditation. But even if it just takes you on the very first steps and gives you more balance in life, that already is really, really worthwhile. So what 
is uh, this idea of mindfulness. Uh, and uh, mindfulness has really two important aspects to it. Uh, one is the idea of awareness, uh, and the other is the idea of recollection. Uh, so the idea of awareness just means that you are present. Uh, yeah, you are in the here and now, so to speak. Uh, you know what is going ar on around you, or at least you know what is going on in your mind, uh, but usually around you. Uh, and you're not kind of uh, taken on flights of fancy, thinking about the past, thinking about the future, fantasizing about all kinds of things in the world. Uh, instead, you are aware of what is happening in the present. Uh, that is one of the most fundamental ideas of mindfulness. Uh, this sense of being firmly established in the here and now. Uh, but there's also this other idea. Uh, and this other idea is the idea that uh, you have to know whether you are on the right track. Yeah? And this is what I would call the recollection side or the being uh, remembering the instructions of the meditation practice. Uh, yeah? And what that means is that you know whether you are heading in the right direction. Uh, you know whether you are mindful, you know whether you are following the breath, for example, if you're doing the breath meditation, we'll be looking more at the breath meditation later on. And you know when you are completely lost in the fantasy world or in the past or in the future or whatever it might be. So that is another very important aspect of this thing we call mindfulness because it allows you to uh, keep track of what is going on. It allows you to stay in the present rather than being kind of thrown off track all the time. So this is a very important part of this whole idea of mindfulness, present awareness and also the idea of recollection. But let us go back to the very basics of meditation. Let's now come to the practical side of things. That is just a tiny bit of theory for you. Uh, so what are the practical side of meditation? Where should we start? Uh, and uh, a good place to start is to know about the time and place of meditation practice. Uh, where should we do our meditation practice? Uh, yeah? And you may think that maybe this doesn't matter all that much. And it's true, it doesn't have to matter all that much, uh, but it can matter a little bit. Uh, so what are some of the ideas behind finding the right place? Uh, the idea is to find a place that reminds you of peace, uh, that reminds you of being able to relax, uh, that gives you a good feeling uh, when you are there. Uh, yeah? So, for example, in your house, uh, what is a place where you can be left in peace? Uh, you won't be disturbed by other people's or other family members or whatever it might be. Uh, what is a place where you feel really at ease? Uh, you feel relaxed, you feel that there is no, uh, you know, threats, there are no obvious kind of things to distract you one way or the other. And what is a place where you feel that you kind of uh, uh, thrive, so to speak, where your mind inclines towards happiness and peace and all of these other joyful qualities. And once you find that perfect spot, some people say that's the toilet, yeah, because the toilet, you can lock the door and no one will ever see you in there. So the, uh, the kind of the, uh, the loo might be a suitable place. Uh, usually not, but uh, for some people it might work. Uh, but a good place uh, in your house is really the idea. And of course, it doesn't have to be your house. Uh, there are some famous stories of people who meditate at work. Uh, 
There's one, st one story of a man who uh, was so keen on meditation practice that every lunchtime he would go to meditate. And the only place that was really secluded and really peaceful in his office uh, was the cupboard, the cupboard in his office. Uh, so he cleared out his cupboard, uh, he emptied it out completely, uh, and then he would go into his cupboard, sit down on the bottom of the cupboard, close the doors, uh, and sit in there for half an hour, <laughs> and then come out afterwards being refreshed and ready to continue his work afterwards. Uh, so anything is possible, uh, but ideally it should be a quiet, peaceful, dark uh, place, uh, and then you are on the right track. Yeah. So what about the uh, time of the meditation practice? Uh, and the time, again, doesn't matter so much. Uh, what matters is the time when you feel the most at ease, uh, when you feel relaxed, uh, when you feel that your mind is reasonably alert and clear. Uh, yeah? For some people that means early in the morning. Uh, so you get up in the morning, you kind of move around a bit, maybe for 15-20 minutes or so, brush your teeth or whatever, put on some comfortable clothes, whatever it might be, walk around a bit, maybe have a cup of tea uh, yeah, or a cup of coffee if you like. Uh, and then once you get the tiredness, uh, the basic tiredness out of your mind, uh, then you can sit down and then you can do the meditation practice. Uh, that is often a good time. Uh. For some people, the morning is no good. Uh, so for them, it might be more on the weekend uh, that they do, or sorry, in the evening that you do your meditation practice. Uh. So you do it on the evening instead. Uh. Yeah, so you find any time really that is suitable, uh, any time that is uh, where you have feel the conditions are right for peace, for calm, and for being at ease. Uh. And uh, it doesn't matter how often you do it. Uh. You could maybe do it on the weekend only, if that is the only time you have available. Uh. Ideally, maybe you should want, like to do it once a day, but it's not really necessary. It really is entirely up to you what feels appropriate. Uh. What is more important is that you make it fairly regular. Uh. Because if you make it regular, it means that you know when to do it. Uh, it is more likely that you will sustain the practice Yeah, when you make it regular in that way. Uh, and so regularity is actually quite useful. Uh, how long should you meditate for? Uh, and what I would recommend you to do is start very, very uh, simply. Don't aim too high. Uh, if you put the bar too high, there's no way you're going to succeed with meditation practice. Uh, put the bar super low. Uh, have very, very low expectations for your meditation. Uh, so I would recommend starting off with maybe 10 minutes. Uh, yeah, And see how 10 minutes go. Uh, do it a few times a week for 10 minutes, whenever it feels appropriate for you, just to have some kind of baseline. Uh, and if you do find that the meditation is enjoyable, if you find that it makes you peaceful, it makes you a better human being. Yeah, that's kind of part of what we're trying to do here. If all of these things fall into place, what you will find is that you will automatically incline towards meditating for longer periods of time. 10 minutes, then maybe 15, then in a month's time, maybe 20 minutes, then maybe half an hour. Yeah, And you never know where it's going to end as you keep on going like that. But once you get to half an hour, then you have a fairly good meditation practice established already. Of course, you can go beyond that, but that is already a very, very good uh, kind of intermediate uh, place where you might find yourself. Uh. So that is about the place. It is about the time for meditation. It's a bit about the length of meditation. Um, 
Now, the next thing is about the posture for meditation. And the good news there is that you don't have to have any very fancy posture. Some people say that the lotus posture is the only one that really works. And I don't think that is true. The Buddha never talks about the lotus posture as such. The cross-legged posture is a good one if you are able to do it. But uh, a lot of modern people find it very hard to actually sit in the cross-legged position. Uh, so it's not really required. Uh, you can very just as well sit on a chair. Uh, you can sit uh, uh, on a stool. Uh, you can sit on one of these meditation stools that exist. Uh, and uh, so all of these ways of, uh, of sitting are perfectly acceptable. Uh, if you do want to sit cross-legged, I'm going to show you a little bit how to do that in a comfortable way. So... Uh, I'll give you an idea here. So if you can just, uh, this is a kind of classical meditation posture right here. You can see you have one leg tucked in in this way. And then you bring the other leg up and you tuck it in on the outside of this one. And then you actually, and then you raise your bottom up by having a good cushion behind. And that cushion can be as high as you like. You know, whatever feels comfortable for you until your back is reasonably straight. And then there you are. This is perhaps the ideal posture because it is very stable. It is very comfortable if you are used to sitting cross-legged. Otherwise, it may not be comfortable at all, unfortunately. As for your hands, you can hold them like this on your knees if you like. And this is one way of doing it. Other alternative is to put them in your lap in this way, one hand overlapping the other one and then resting it on your lap or resting it on your legs uh, in this particular way. Uh, this is uh, one way of doing it. Uh, an alternative way is to put your legs down, uh, you know, like you're sitting on a chair. Uh, so put your legs down in front of you, uh, both of your legs uh, on the floor. Uh, and that makes it far easier for most modern people to meditate. Uh, legs down, uh, legs comfortably apart. Uh, and then you can find a nice posture with your legs straight. And again, you can put your hands in the lap, just as you did before. Or, if you prefer, again, put them on your knees in exactly the same way as before. Those are the two, I think, ideal postures for meditation practice to see if that works for you. And if that doesn't work for you, then there are also other alternatives as well, as I mentioned before, like sitting on a meditation stool. Or you can sit leaning against the wall, for example. That's also perfectly acceptable. If you find that is better for you, uh, any of these things will actually be, be fine. So that is uh, the posture. Now, the most important thing about the posture, and this is why we talk about posture, is because you want to get the body out of the way. You want to get rid of the body. Meditation is not about the body, it's about the mind. So you want the body to be at ease. That's what I mean by getting rid of the body. The body not causing you any trouble, not having any pain, any tensions, any tightness or anything like that. That is the ideal posture, the one that gives you comfort in the body. Once the body is comfortable and at ease, it tends to fade into the background. But in the Buddhist tradition, we also say the body should not be too comfortable. It shouldn't be so comfortable that you indulge. Yeah? So 
if you lie down on a very soft bed, for example, and you really indulge in just lying down, uh, well, that may also be a problem because then you're finding pleasure through the body. Uh, and wherever there is pleasure, uh, the mind will tend to go to that pleasure, which will disturb the meditation practice. Uh, so once we can avoid the pain, the tenseness, the tightness in the body, and also the pleasure in the body, that is where the body disappears. It's the ideal place to have the body. So make sure that you have a posture which is suitable in that particular way, and then you are going to be on the right track. So you have the right place to meditate. You have the right time to meditate. You know roughly the length of meditation practice. You found a nice posture for yourself that you know you can sit in for 10 or 15 minutes without too much trouble. So what is the next thing? Well, the next thing is to be aware of whether you are ready mentally for meditation practice. The mind has to be in a certain state for meditation to really be possible. And what you will find is that sometimes the mind is, for example, very restless. It is running all over the place. And that restlessness is sometimes not going to be compatible with the meditation. A little bit of restlessness is fine because that you can calm down. But if the mind is too restless, ideally you need to do something else beforehand to get to a kind of intermediate balance before you start the meditation practice. Or it can be that you are upset about something. And if that upset is very great. Yeah, you feel really upset about something. Again, it is not the right time to do meditation practice. First, let go of some of that upset. Allow it to be substituted for something more balanced, and then you come back to your meditation seat. A little bit of upset is perhaps okay, but if it is a serious problem, then please don't try to meditate with that. Also, if you have some powerful desires going on, let's say you are very hungry, for example, it is not a good time to do meditation practice. So what should we do instead? What we should do instead is some kind of intermediate activity. Yeah, Go uh, to your kitchen, maybe, make yourself a nice cup of tea or uh, you know something else that is soothing. Put on some nice music that soothes you down, where you feel really at ease and you feel really relaxed. Just go wandering around a little bit uh, yeah, till the mind kind of calms down. Uh, maybe read something that is inspiring and nice that calms you down. Uh, or just allow your mind just to run riot for a while and see what happens. Uh, and as you do these little intermediate things, uh, you know, then there will come a time, hopefully not too long, when the mind is more balanced. Uh, the upset has disappeared. The restlessness has disappeared. Uh, the desire is gone because maybe you have a sandwich or something, then you come back to your seat. Then you are ready for meditation practice. Please don't try to meditate if you are not ready, because it basically is just not going to work. Then when you sit down on your seat, yeah, then now you're finally ready to do the meditation proper. Now we have kind of set the scene for meditation to happen. Now we sit down. And then when you sit down, what are we supposed to do? So the first thing always to do when you finally come to your cushion is to make sure you are at ease. Yeah, you don't have any pains or problems in the body. You get rid of that. Once the body it doesn't have any pains, the second thing to do is to 
ensure that you are also relaxed. Yeah, you don't have any tensions in the body. You don't have any kind of tightnesses anywhere, but you allow your body to relax. And this is really the first part of meditation, the very first thing that we need to learn on this path. It is learning to relaxing in the same way. And as you learn to relax in, the, in a good way, that is actually the very important initial part of this whole thing. So let us try this, just relaxing, just enjoying the peace, just enjoying being in the here and now. That is really all that is required at the very beginning. So let's do a little bit of meditation together. It's going to be a very short one just to get us started. And so get yourself ready. Find any of those postures that I was suggesting just before. And we are going to get started. So I hope you are ready. If not, just stop the video for a short time. Get yourself ready. Adjust the body just like I'm doing now, so you're nice and comfortable. And uh, close your eyes. And one of the beautiful things about closing your eyes is that you shut out so much of the world. And once you shut out so much of the world, actually you become more peaceful almost straight away. Because there's so much less information going to your mind, the mind has less to work with, it means straight away you start to relax. And then take the beginning of the meditation, the starting point where we are now, and just feel the body. Make sure the body doesn't have any pains anywhere. Adjust the body so it becomes just right for a short meditation, only about 10 minutes or so now at the very beginning. And just keep on feeling the body uh, to make sure that you are at ease. Uh, if you need to loosen your belt, for example, a little bit uh, or adjust your legs, uh, now is the time to do this. Uh, And uh, as you keep your eyes closed uh, and you keep on feeling the body in this way, uh, check out if you have any tensions anywhere, any tightnesses in the body, uh, 
any knots in the stomach or whatever it might be. Uh, just allow those to be released. Uh, one easy way of doing that uh, is just to take a few deep breaths. Uh, breathe in. And as you breathe out, just let go and allow the breath to go out all by itself, uh, relaxing, uh, finding the ease of the body. Uh. And you can just keep on taking deep breaths uh, uh, for as long as you like, really, uh, until you start relaxing properly, uh, until you start to feel the tensions of the day uh, wear away and disappear. Uh, And just relax, relax, relax. Uh, allow it to go as deep as you possibly can. Uh, just enjoy the peace of sitting there, uh, not having anything to do. Uh, just sitting beautifully and peacefully. Uh, and what a wonderful thing that is. Uh, and allow the body and the mind to relax together. Uh, if you can, relax the body uh, by taking deep breaths uh, and being patient. Uh, you will find the mind also relaxes as a consequence. And uh, 
just to be clear about where to have your attention as you do this. Uh, either you can keep the attention on the breath going in and out, uh, that deep, relaxing breath, uh, or you can just focus on the peace. Uh, enjoy the peace and the quiet, uh, and uh, keep your mind on that, uh, and allow things to calm down even further. Uh, And just allow yourself to relax even further. Uh, the deeper the relaxation is, uh, the better it is for the meditation practice. Uh, so just be patient. Uh, allow things to fade away into the background uh, as you just enjoy this uh, delightful sensation, not doing anything, uh, but staying with peace. Uh, Okay, so we are coming close to the end of the meditation, not quite at the end yet. Before we come out, please just ask yourself, how do you feel now? And if you do feel a bit more relaxed, a bit more aware, a bit more at ease, if some kind of positive quality has arisen, ask yourself the simple question, why is that the case? And if you do not feel more aware or more at ease, again, you can ask the same question. Why might that be the case?
Okay, so please now come out of your meditation. So there you are. That is the basics of meditation practice at the very, very beginning. Just learning how to relax and to be at ease and take that as deep as you possibly can. Then the foundation will be laid for the later stages of meditation, which we will come back to later on. So uh, what I would suggest to you, if you wish, uh, is to try this out on your own. It is nice to have a guided meditation, but it's also nice to become independent in these kind of things. So make sure you find that place in your house or that place at work or that place anywhere where you can find a sense of peace and a sense of relaxation. Find that spot and try to sit in this way, relaxing for about 10 minutes, either every day or even if you just do it every other day or something like that is fine. As you do that, you will start to learn about meditation practice. I'm sure that even during these last 10 minutes or so, you probably already saw a number of things about meditation practice. You may have seen a mind which thinks a lot, which is restless. This is a very, very common experience. You may have experiences of tiredness or lethargy in the mind, also a very, very common experience. Or hopefully you also found a little bit of peace and a little bit of clarity at the same time. So try it on your own. And then we will carry on in the next section uh, again very soon. Whenever you feel ready, you're very welcome to come to the second session of this series uh, on Introduction to Meditation. Thank you for now.